Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, I'm Tane. And I'm Aid. And this is Alter Call on Patreon. Hello everyone, welcome to our bonus episode and on this episode we are going to be ranking the last five seasons of MAFS from season 11 to season 15, not including the current season, season 16. Hello Aid, how are you? I'm good, pretty excited to do this. I know, this is uh, exciting. We've done this before, I mean we've said this ad nauseum, but we've done this before, but we decided to just, you know, we have enough seasons under the belt and we're just trying to do the last five seasons and this this time it's an even field because we've both all watched we've both watched all the seasons yes um and these seasons are all the ones that we watched while we had the podcast which is a different viewing experience yes so, so, yeah this is gonna be great <laughs> so we're gonna start from the bottom just like we did start from the bottom now we're here mm-hmm. and go through our number five through our number one. So guys, the seasons, just to refresh your memory, the seasons that we are going to be ranking are season 11, which is New Orleans, season 12, which is Atlanta, part two, season 13, which is Houston, season 14, which is Boston, part two, and season 15, which is San Diego. Okay, now we're all caught up. Starting from number five, for me, number five was season 14, which is Boston. So Boston is number five for me because it was good when I had all the seasons in front of me and I was just trying to remember how I felt. And I just remember that Boston was bad vibes. Boston was just, no one was happy. Even the happiest, which was Noi and Steve, was still strained. And Noi was annoying the heck out of me. So it wasn't like... (laughs) enjoyable every other you know episode it was mark and Lindsay just getting into it a larger one yelling at katina mike and jasmina just not getting along and it was just who's the last couple i'm forgetting some of them <laughs> who's the forgettable couple <laughs> Oh, Alyssa and Chris, because they were never a couple. (laughs) And they were never a couple. Exactly. So from the beginning, it just wasn't fun and it wasn't, there was no balance about it. And it was just like, when is this season going to end? So I have it as number five. Um, I want to add that by the end of the season, everyone said yes. (laughs) But in real life, we have half a couple standing because they broke up and now they're back together and that's a lot you want katina so yeah okay (laughs) so my number five is atlanta part two and the reason why it's number five is i had to think if someone came to me and said which one should i watch the devil inside of me says watch atlanta the angel inside of me is like don't go there because Atlanta is filled with such bad feelings. Um, 
And it's weird because we also have Brianna and Vincent on there who produced, you know, a baby this this year, a beautiful little girl, a math success story. And you get to watch them do their thing. But honestly, during their season, we, we were only kind of rooting for them because they weren't that great. Um, and then, you know, the Chris and Paige of it all, ugh. It, it it's so funny that it was bad vibes, but uh, you, the thing is, a lot of people came to maps because of Chris and Paige. I think you will find a lot of people. It was it was also during the pandemic, and by the way, that's my number four. So we might as well just get into the conversation about Atlanta. So it was a completely different vibe. They even vacationed in Vegas. I mean, they got the short end of the stick. Honey, like the whole wife. resort looked deserted. <laughs> they had it all to themselves. Um. Yes, it was bad vibes with the whole Chris and Paige. And I think it was a turning point for maps. I don't think we've ever experienced anything like this where it's to this point we've never had a baby <laughs> come on like this. And we've never had a case where everyone is like, separate them. Like, I think everyone was in unison, like, tell them they need to stop. And it just kept going and going and going up until the reunion where they had that unnecessary conversation in the car where she chased after him and ugh, it, it was tedious but I, I can understand as a TV show taking the sentiments of the people how it could have been compelling if you were a new viewer I, Atlanta is an interesting season because I think it would be very good to see people's views if you were a viewer of maps and if you were a new viewer and this was your introduction to it I, I also think, though, that all of the drama of Atlanta is sort of why people came to the show, but then didn't really stay. <laughs> That's a point. <laughs> because they were expecting more of this. And our hope is, I'm, I mean, I don't want to use the word entertaining. It was something to watch. But I don't really ever want to watch that again. So it's weird that I feel like people are leaving because they want more drama. But then other people are staying and being annoyed because they're there isn't enough drama. So I don't know. I mean, we're giving a lot of um, focus on Chris and Paige, but I got to say, like, I was a huge fan of Clara and Ryan. I mean, I know a lot of people were just like, no, no, no. I mean, they were lying. They were having sex. So who knows? But I was a huge fan of them. And they were also, right? They were our first interracial couple. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, our first black-white interracial couple before yes, anybody first, comes for us. <laughs> yes, yes, our first black-white interracial couple. So it was a very interesting thing to observe. And then the whole Haley and... and <laughs> what's his name? Jacob. <laughs> Jake of it all was very strange and interesting because she had sex with him and it was like she couldn't stand him. But then it was just... Yeah, so it was a, it was a good balance. So, But it's just, like you said, bad vibes. But then again, our first divorcee and the Eric and Virginia fights. No one needs to see that again. You know, I was about to say, like, like you said, bad vibes. But then, hey, isn't Mouse just bad vibes? Is there a season we can (laughs) see? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. (laughs) We'll get to that. But barring the exception, aren't most seasons bad vibes? (laughs) (laughs) This just occurred to me right now because I'm like, no. And I'm like, wait, who knows? The majority? Yeah. It didn't used to be like this, though. No, we used to have, like, our focal nice points. But anyways, that's my number four. And we had two yeses, which was Clara and Ryan and Vincent and Vincent and Brianna and one couple standing, like Aid said. Vincent and 
Why do I keep saying Brincent? Because that's their um smack. What's the name? Their 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 name. They're, name. they're Monica. But then I should just say Brincent, not Brincent and Brianna. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> What's your number four? My number four is Houston. I feel like in some ways Houston had really bad vibes too, and on top of that, was mostly pretty boring. <laughs> boring <laughs> and bad vibes. Um. <laughs> None of the couples, you know, lasted by the end of it. It got very, very repetitive. We had the terribleness of Johnny and Bao. We had the terribleness in another form of Gil and Mirla. We had the terribleness of Jose and Rachel, Brett and Ryan. Oh, and then we had Hurricane Kay and Zach. Once again, was it entertaining at times with Hurricane Kay? Definitely. And the lying that she and Zach did and the fighting that they did. and the, I mean, they were they were hot and crazy from kind of the beginning and they got COVID on the honeymoon. There was a lot going on in Houston. But honestly, when I think back on it, it was pretty boring. So yeah, those are my feelings for Houston. What is your number three? This was really hard. My number two and my number three, I kept going back and forth, and I'm actually really surprised at where I ended up. But number three is San Diego. Now, you know, I was pretty high on San Diego, and I was just like, this was such a, you know, this ranks high, this is pretty unique, they had their own DNA. But I think it's a different experience when you think back on a season, and I'm like, maybe the city San Diego had more character than the actual characters that got married. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking about. But um, when I go into my number two, I'll give more context as to why it edged it out. But San Diego was different. I mean, the same way I feel like Atlanta part two has its own, what's its own was a turning point for maps. San Diego was kind of different, but I also attribute it to San Diego and the city. I think like this is one of the few cities where the friends were pretty diverse and everyone just seemed open-minded and, you know, nothing truly backwards, but looking back, it feels like it was just like a lull. Like it was a chill season. Yeah, there wasn't wasn't a lot of fireworks. There wasn't a lot of terrible people. It was just very even keeled in some way. The people were actually pretty normal. (laughs) They might be one of the most normal sets of people collectively that we've ever had on maps. Yeah, in some way, I guess, Justin carried the season. Not even Morgan and Ben, who broke up early, but a lot of the storylines just centered around Justin, whether it was Justin and Maya, Justin and Ben... Justin and Alexis, Justin <laughs> carried the season, I guess. So, I mean, Mitch was also there, to be fair. So, yeah, it was there. But looking back, I don't know. Would I tell someone to watch um, San Diego over my number two? No. The fun thing about who, what we would tell people to watch is, I don't like to tell people to watch seasons where no one is together. Like, I feel like there's a certain joy in watching the season getting to the end and getting to look online and being like, oh my gosh, you're still together and they have two kids. That is That makes it worth it to watch it, right? Yeah, but if I, it give us two more years, we're not going to be able to recommend any season because then <laughs> we don't have anybody. <laughs> but I see what you're saying, but it depends. Do you want, like, they stay together at the end of the show or right after, like, beyond the show? Because they could get their happy ending just watching. 
and we'll save we'll save the spoiler for later for them to find out. That's so true. The journey. You know, with San Diego, I'm still. Lindy posted something today where I was like, "Are you with him or not?" Because she just it was just a funny video of her in a airport. But I'm like, did Miguel take that video? Are you guys still together? Because if they're still together, then San Diego has one couple standing. But if they're not, nothing. What did she say? I think it was just like a fun video of her in the airport doing the thing. But someone had to, um, doing the walking, the walking corridor or whatever. Um, But someone had to take the video. So I was like, well, who took it? The French are traveling. People are shameless these days. Anybody takes videos. Half the time you go out, everyone's taking videos of people. So Very true. But I was I like, don't... is it Miguel? That's my question. Oh, I saw it, but honestly, it didn't occur to me. Because I'm just like, Miguel doesn't have as many days off as she seems to. Because she's in T- Tijuana, I think. Oh, she went to Mexico? Sorry. And she flew through Tijuana. And she's like, oh, I paid $90 for this. And she's on vacation again. And I don't know if Miguel has as much vacation time. And also, why would they be hiding it if they're not together? If they're still together? Remember, they need privacy to work through their issues. Mm, okay. Or they need to announce that they've broken up. Just do something. Don't leave me in suspense like this. <laughs> File for divorce. That's the other thing. <laughs> who? What? What? Is, I need to check Reddit. What is going on with the sleuths? It was Reddit who told me that Amelia and Bennett had filed for divorce because someone looked at court records. So Stasha and Nate have filed for divorce. Can we find that? If Lindy and Miguel have filed for a divorce, can someone please find this? I think they will when they do. There's no way Mass fan wouldn't have it and it won't be everywhere. And But uh, if they file for a divorce, what is the stipulation for Mass to pay for it, though? Because I hear divorce is expensive, so I don't know. I would think, I would hope that Mass, they say they'll only pay for it, I think, if you, you decide on decision day. But I'm pretty sure they'll pay for it even after decision day. It's the least they can do. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Why would anyone wait? I mean, unless you're like Tanya. Tanya from 90 Day Fiance. She's like, it's just a piece of paper. It means nothing to me. And we're like, then just file, sign the divorce papers. Just file for divorce. Is she still but married I, to Sinjin? Um, she finally filed a divorce on the tell at the tell <laughs> She brought oh. the papers. Because, um... They kept getting on her, like, why wouldn't you divorce him? She's like, it's not a thing to me. Like, it doesn't even occur to me. And people are like, oh, you're still in love with him or whatever. Because now she says she doesn't want a child. And I was like, the whole reason you left Sinjing was because you wanted a child. But now she doesn't want a child. And then she's exploring her sexuality. And um, that guy, his mom just kept getting on her. (laughs) I was like, just leave her alone. But yeah, because of all that, she brought the notary and they signed the divorce papers. And he has a good for so. Did he get his 10 year green card before she fell for divorce? Maybe that's why she was waiting. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. <laughs> that's a good point. All these people telling her to file for divorce. She doesn't hate him. She <laughs> wants him to get his green card, I'm sure. I think he still loves her. They had an emotional moment. I was like, if I was his girlfriend, I'd be like, hmm, fishy. But we digress. <laughs> they say time waits for no one, and neither should payday. To keep your money moving in the direction of your dreams, Get Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. 
you can use the money you get from Earnin to make sure you have your spending money ready for your fun spring break trips to the beach. Make Earn In a part of your financial routine and join Earn In's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earn In, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earn In today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in AutoCall on the podcast because when you sign up, it'll really help the show. That's AutoCall on the podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max, see earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. If you're like me and looking to cut back on alcohol this year, Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. They've recreated the cocktails you know and love, like a lime margarita and a grapefruit paloma, which happens to be my favorite, so you can enjoy the flavors and feelings of those cocktails without the booze. Zero proof, zero compromise. Listeners can get 15% off the Recess Mocktail Sampler at takearecess.com slash MAFS. Each can of Recess is a lightly sparkling mocktail made with real fruit and only 25 calories or less. It's a guilt-free way to unwind. They taste just like your favorite cocktails, without the alcohol. Whether you're relaxing after work or hanging out with friends, make Recess Mocktails your drink between drinks or your forever mocktail. Get 15% off Recess Mocktails now at takearecess.com slash altercallmafs. That's A-L-T-A-R-C-A-L-L-M-A-F-S. So you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We did digress. Okay. So we both had San Diego as number three. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So my number two is Houston. No one is more surprised than I am. But when I look back on it, I'm like, Houston has all the things. Yes, no couple stayed together (laughs) eventually. But just on the very back of Michaela, I I would recommend that (laughs) to anybody. It was unreal what we were watching. The whole drama, the reunion, the going back, the saying they still had sex after, Zach being a renaissance man, and just, you know, turning out to really be a renaissance man. Zach ending up with Bao afterwards, Bao and Johnny. It, no, Houston. I was like, you know what? I, I, I didn't appreciate Houston, but looking back, I would definitely, and like I said earlier, like I would recommend Houston to somebody before I would uh, San Diego because there's just a lot and it was so unreal. And there, you can't explain the Michaela outburst in the resort. It can only be experienced. So um, I, that sounds bad. Because this is someone who was going through a rough time in their life, but it added so much to the show. And then the whole Brett and Ryan of it all, they were so boring. But the fact that this man was still on a dating app, 
<laughs> before they even separated. And then the whole um, Rachel, the whole Merlin and Gil of it all. No, there was a lot of content. There was a lot of um, substance. Quote there was. I'm rethinking my thoughts on Houston because I think the other thing is I took it very much as like the season, what you can watch on TV. But there are things that happen on reality TV outside of the season. So like when I was on Reddit, finding out that Zach cheated on Bao, mm-hmm. that was a singular experience. First, you know, they got married at first sight to other people. Then they decided to date each other. Then they appeared to be in a relationship. The next thing you know, some girl is coming out of the woodwork talking about, I met up with him while he was dating Bao. But you can't experience that again. You know, you can't watch it again. And so I think that's why I'm like, ah, Houston did have a lot going on, but a good chunk of it was offline. But I'll tell you this, the same way you just said it would be good to recommend an episode and then you find out they're together, they have kids. It's not quite kids and still being together, but there's equivalent of the drama still lives and continues afterwards. So it's something to look forward to. (laughs) It's the same way when I recommend Boston or when I'm trying to explain to my husband Boston part one and I'm like, you see how she's yelling at him? But no, this expert ended up with this guy. Because the, the, the afterwards adds a little something. It makes you look at it differently than if nothing happened. So I, I argue that it may not be being together and having kids, but the drama continues. <laughs> that is true. I'm sorry. My number two is Boston. Because, really because of Lindsay. <laughs> I feel like I can recommend Boston to anybody and say, just watch this girl. <laughs> she she crazy okay we're not supposed to call people crazy but as in terms of a viewing experience yeah boston you know we have to deal with the steve and noy of it all and you were very right in everything you said earlier about all these different couples but the mark and the Lindsay to me really made the season in fact i feel like i could go back right now and just watch some of Lindsay's greatest moments i hope someone put together a compilation video of just the things that would happen, the things she would say, how she would argue with Steve of all people, going into bathrooms and talking to the producers and saying terrible things about him. Like that wasn't nice, but it was entertaining. Um, And I don't find Lindsay as damaging as Chris, which is why I can say it's entertaining opposed to like, Oh, this you'll feel bad after you watch it. Yeah. I think I have the opposite, opposite feeling. I just feel like Lindsay made it so tedious for me. Like every time I think about it, it was more like, when is this going to end? Like, it was just a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. Watching Ma- Mark be terrified half the time. Poor, poor guy. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I mean, I did not like Elijah and Katina, and I wish to this, this very moment that they were not together. But the way he told on himself over and over again, a wife cooks, da 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 I want somebody to watch it and feel just as outraged as I am. <laughs> Oh, when he yelled at Dr. Not yelled, but yeah, he did yell at Dr. Pepper. What did he say? At the, when they came on them that she's trying to put words in his mouth, that he doesn't play his, he said, she said games. And if they said this, and then now we don't have our Dr. Pepper anymore. She's now taking the safe route because Dr. Pepper would call anyone out at any second. I liked how this was the first time they did the hidden camera. Mm-hmm. and that's the only time to me they should have done it because it's one and done but that hidden camera moment was something new something different and it produced a little bit of drama but it works because 
Maps is such a niche show. A lot of these people don't watch. It's not like the one of the shows that people watch all the seasons to know. They don't watch this show. They just come on. Like what you just said earlier, where you said you hope someone does a compilation video. We're not at that level yet. <laughs> Maps is not the show where people do compilation <laughs> videos for. So that's why I think it still works. I don't think people have clocked that. Listen, if they still don't know that clinking of the glasses means kissing, no one knows that they're popping out at this <sighs> point. No one watches the show. Which I, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Let's just say you've never watched Maps before. The moment you get casted, binge one season. In fact, you should binge whatever season Tate and I have as number one. <laughs> yes, which is the same thing. By we said we were going to do this episode, I knew this would happen. <laughs> no, we already knew. I think we even said it on there. We're like, we're both going to have the same number one. There's no way. But yeah. I mean, might as well get into it. Number one is New Orleans. I did no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Is it still on Netflix? Uh, I don't think so. So every time they put a new season, they take out one? Is that how it works? Yeah, they usually only have one at a time. And then at one point, I think they did have two, but I think they've taken it down. Oh. Actually, this is actually, give me a second. Give me a second. I'm going to look at this. Okay, so they do still have DC. So they have DC and New Orleans up on Netflix. I can tell they've been up for a while because it sounds like the people have not been getting the fresh Netflix hate. So that means that the next one they'll have up is Atlanta Part Two. Was that yeah, season twelve? Uh oh, that means it's oh, always funny, like <laughs> Virginia, I feel, because they always let us know when they get the new hate. But then, does that mean that? That means a lot of people don't watch or Hulu because it's all on there. I think a lot of people don't know it's on Hulu. There's something about Netflix. Of all the streamers, I I would guess it's the biggest one. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have the others, Netflix is where you're going to end up doing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But either way, New Orleans was just pure joy. Pure joy, pure drama. It's what balance is. It's the prototype of what every math season should be. I mean, for for better or for worse, it was during the pandemic. They did not make the choice because no show, no show is as tenacious as maths. They will milk anything in any way that they can. Where other productions would have been like, you guys need to just separate, stay safe. We had no idea what the pandemic was. Instead, they extended it. They extended it from <laughs> the eight weeks to, what was it? Uh, I think they did an extra six weeks or something. An extra six weeks for people they did not know. They had to hunker down and they managed to get people who agreed to do this because I know looking back to when the pandemic started, my anxiety, I had no idea what this thing, you, you could not pay me anything to hunker down with someone I just married and did not know, (laughs) but somehow they got five couples to agree, even the ones that hated each other. (laughs) <laughs> to somehow continue this show and what we got was magic. It was it was fantastic. I it's funny to me because okay, we got Amani and Woody. And you know, we sing their praises all the time because we enjoyed them, we loved them. But to me, the real superstars, the reason why I would recommend this show to somebody is yes, Amani and Woody, definitely, but also Henry and Christina. They're the funniest people. (laughs) They're the funniest people. No, I've never laughed as hard watching maths as I did with Henry and Christina. Where is Christina? Sorry, just a side thought. I just realized I haven't heard anything. Henry has a girlfriend, so I'm like, where is she? 
She's not active on the socials. Whatever she is, she's living her life. And I hope it's good. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we had Amelia and Bennett, which we thought they just cast them because they were quirky. And we were like, how do you just cast, like, match people based on that? But it was nice while the ride lasted. I mean, he even moved to Virginia for her. I mean, it didn't last, but, you know. It's the type of thing that makes me... Not that I watched it, but I wish that they would bring back couples cam. I wish, but they had to switch out the format. It started getting stale and it started like getting fake, but it would be, I'm very curious as to why that was canceled. Maybe because of the nose. There was nobody else to add. <laughs> you know, that's true. They didn't have anybody to add. They were doing the self-recording thing, but now that the pandemic is over, me personally, you're going to need to send a real crew out there to film people, and maybe they just didn't want to spend the money. I mean, they could still do it now. Like, they don't even need to add anyone new. They could just film the ones that we have now. They're cute enough. I mean, Brianna and Vincent just had a baby. I don't. We never got to see Austin and Jess's baby. You could do that. We get Jamie. And Beth, Jamie's waiting for the call. She'll be there. She's ready, you guys. Bring her back. So I think that they have enough. Like, I mean, they have what? Nine successful? Well, with the large one, that's ten. Oh, that's ten true. They, yeah, they have plenty of couples. So you have enough couples to still mine a story out of. Actually, I'm just really surprised we do not have any other spinoff of Mass right now. I know we've I had th- so many that didn't work out, but I'm just really surprised we don't have any. One of the reasons I love maths is because almost everybody who has been on the show is really not chasing fame. The problem with that is they're not chasing fame, so they're not willing to do ridiculous things um, like some other shows where people will go on and come on again and eat some roaches and do whatever else they need to do to stay on reality TV. Maths people are just normal people, and I think that's why they can't make a good spinoff. I think there's something to be said of making a show of the single ladies just navigating dating. And when I say single ladies, it will have to be like a specific group. And let me say, uh, uh, Clara, (laughs) Virginia, Alexis, Kristen. I don't know if Lindy's single or not, but I'll throw Lindy in into the mix. Note, I'm not saying the Bretts. If I had to drop somebody, I'm not even going to include Stasha, actually. So they have a certain, it's not a je ne sais quoi, so I don't don't want to use that. But I think you know what I mean, that I think that they could make a show that would be fun. Like maybe they all, like four of the girls, maybe there are five of the girls, and then four of the girls pick, they each pick someone for the other, and then they watch them go on a date, and then they rank them, and then they decide if they should go on a second date or not. Like, they're the matchmakers, and they're going to judge them and then give commentary as they go on a date. As much as I like most of the people you mentioned or don't like them and think they might be entertaining, I don't... It it would be like the where are they now of last season in San Diego where Kristen and Alexis go on that date. I'm like, I can't watch a whole season of that. But that's because... Maybe you could give one each one person one, one episode. There. There we go. Yeah. 
We could do that. You do one each and they just rotate and do that. There was something similar to that that had Monet from season one, but it was called like Black Love and they sat with like a therapist and they just, you know, realized things about their dating and things that they learned and all the girls, you know, got different dates each time. And it's not like I'm asking for it, guys. If there's only one show that should come back, it'll be Couples Camp. That's the only show that I watched and I actually enjoyed. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if we're going to help the milk train, like if there was going to be something, I think there's enough people and enough content, you know, right now, <laughs> if they wanted to mind it. <laughs> All right. Okay. So that's all five ranked. Um, maybe we'll revisit this again when we have five more seasons and maybe we'll do the top 10, but for now, this is it. This is our top five. So as usual, you guys are never shy. Let us know what you think. How would your rankings be? What do you agree with? What do you disagree with? And also which season would you recommend to anyone? Should we take new Orleans out of that? Cause I feel like everyone would recommend new Orleans. So the fun <laughs> part is if you take season 11 out of it, which of the seasons from 12 to 15, would you recommend to a friend? to watch if they've never watched maps before so let us know in our comments dms you know all of it i am very curious to see what you guys uh say in the comments about which season you would recommend to a friend if they had never watched maps before yeah well guys till next time or the next bonus episode thank you for listening and we'll see you then bye bye Thank you.